0: You are listening to Black Star Docs, a collective of female physicians of African descent coming together to share knowledge from our various medical specialties as well as from life. Listen in as we have real and relatable discussions on health, wellness, and lifestyle in a way only us ladies can do. Follow us on Instagram at Black Star Docs and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Cheers!
1: Hi, this is Dr. Akria Ampadu, and you are listening to the Black Star Docs, a podcast featuring 10 women physicians of African descent. Today, we are talking about new year, new vision. With all the craziness of 2020, we figured we'd want to start off with some fresh ideas, some fresh energy, and there's some fresh thoughts about how to Enter into this new year, which we all hope and pray will be much better than the next. We're a pretty full house today. We've got almost every member, and that includes Dr. Marsha, Dr. Denise, Dr. Abna, Dr. Sarah, Dr. Tony, Dr. Bernice, Dr. Sapoma, and Dr. Nana. So it's going to be a bit chatty, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. So let's get into it. So the first question that we've got is, What's one lesson you learned this year that you plan on taking into the next year? Why don't we hear from uh, Dr. Denise?
2: Yeah, this is, you know, so timely, I think, um, with how crazy this year has been. I think one lesson I learned this year was just thinking about the concept of patience and resilience. You know, I Mm -hmm. think this year was met with so much uncertainty. And I think sometimes, um, even in tough times, it's hard to think about, why is this door closing? Why is this happening? And um, I just have to trust that everything really happens on God's time. And that's also trusting that the right doors are going to open and close when it's meant to. So I think it's just so important to have faith and just be patient with what God's plan is for you and just to continue to be resilient during these tough times. And that's something I'm planning on taking with me in the 2021. And I'd really encourage all of our listeners to think about that and um, just think that, um, you know, all will be well, but you just have to kind of sit back and let God do his thing. Resilience—that's
1: a big, big word that I think that everybody can take with them into the next year because I think we're all much stronger based on all that's happened
3: this year. What about uh, you, Sarah, Dr. Sarah? Well, this year for sure taught me that I had so much that I took for granted, and so I've really been sitting in gratitude, and that's where I'm going. That's what I'm taking into the new year. But I also have come to value family so much you know, with COVID and quarantining and, you know, not being able to see your loved ones. I've come to really cherish them even more. And we've come up with creative ways to stay in contact with each other. And that's what I'm taking into the new year. I'm, I'm really taking you know, going in with gratitude and family, family all the way.
1: That's so, so important.
4: Dr. Nana? I, you know, I love what Denise and Sarah said um, in terms of resilience and family. And I wanna just add on to that as just being, to just to slow down, you know, because we were forced into lockdown, I was able to now become a little bit more organized and really value my time with my family, but also realize that there are certain things I need to put into place to make me happy. And I think it's important to, that COVID was very insightful in the sense that I was able to realize that I wasn't always happy. You know, you always think like, you're. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But I really wasn't. I was doing, I was pleasing everyone else instead of pleasing myself. So I'm happy that I was able to slow down and realize that what made me happy and hoping next year to show more happiness to everybody. And everyone should be happy. I love that. I love that. I actually think that for a
1: lot of people... Uh, quarantining and being at home was a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. Always blessings in dark places. That's a good way to put it. And let's hear from Dr. Abana. What's one lesson you learned?
0: I mean, I think overall, I, I agree with what everyone has said thus far. And definitely, I feel similarly. And to piggyback off of what Dr. Nana was saying, certainly seeing the silver linings in challenging situations. And I think all of 2020 has been a challenging situation, and this has a lot to do with being resilient, but you know, how do we, in the midst of the, the challenge, find something positive? Uh, so for me, that manifested in many ways in 2020. just before the lockdown, I was lamenting how I actually wasn't getting to spend enough quality time with my, mm-hmm. my young son. And that's no longer an issue (laughs) because he's he's been at home. He's been at home for over over nine months. But things like that. And, you know, I certainly have had opportunities come out of the pandemic directly. So, despite the challenge, despite the loss, and trust me, there has been loss that I've experienced personally as well, you still have to be willing to look at the other side of things and to, you know, remain hopeful and also execute during, during these times. And, um, I've also exercised probably more than I ever have in my life. So Get yeah, it that, is. Was, <laughs> that was definitely a positive silver lining for me, but I, I will definitely carry that forward from now.
1: Okay. Okay. The exercise, the exercise is a big thing. I think now yes. home yep. exercise, home workouts, YouTube, Peloton, all those things Absolutely. are super popular now. And it nice. helps actually to cope with the challenging circumstances
0: for me. I'll just speak for myself. I think it has helped me mm-hmm. to remain as even killed as I can be under really challenging times to have that, that outlet and to, you know, help to maintain my peace and have some stress relief and also feel better.
1: Good. Good. Is Dr. Bernice in the house? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. I got a question for you. So what new habits do you want to commit to, to build a more balanced or happier life in the new year?
5: I think for me, and I, um, we keep talking about family, it seems like it's become a common theme during this pandemic, spending time with family, but specifically with my children, being a mother of five and having to work full-time in medicine. Sometimes you Mm. feel like you're being pulled left and right and you have nothing to give, you know, you have nothing to give when you get home. But something that I started doing this pandemic was every evening I will get together with the children. In the beginning, we were doing it in the mornings when I was, you know, working from home. But then once I started going back to work, every evening I will sit down with the children, find out from them what they learned today in school, any new experiences they had, anything they wanted to share, things that they could change. So that, you know, nightly check-in that we were doing Helps so much that I've seen my children grow individually, mm. and you know they're becoming more confident. I'm discovering that they all have their different talents, and I think it's really made us stronger as a family. But also being able to help these children because they, during these, this pandemic, we feel like we, the adults, are the ones going through something, but these children are really struggling. And they don't know how to show what they're feeling or how to tell you um, what they're feeling. So as a mother, as a physician, you know, knowing to slow down, spend time with your children, find out what's going on with them. So that's one habit that I'm going to take into this new year. And then secondly, this might not be a new habit, but this is something that I actually kind of slacked off was my exercise. I was somebody who did half Uh -uh. marathons. You know, I (laughs) run, I did half marathons and everything. But on that end, I feel like I kind of caved in a bit and I didn't do as much as I would have wanted to on my own. But I helped my husband start his exercise journey. So I would go walk with him, but I didn't do my run. So it's a new habit. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do my run, but I'm also going to spend time with my husband too in exercising and build our bond too. All right. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you both are going to have sexy
1: bodies for 2021.
5: <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah. Your body's already great anyway. So a woman with five okay. kids. You don't
0: even look like
1: that. I'm even afraid of her. Some people
0: overdo. You're overdoing it now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Marsha. Dr. Marsha, if you're in the house, let us know what new habits that you're going to commit to for the new year. Okay, so
6: I definitely want to have a more balanced work and life balance. So I have decided that this year I want to take more time and breaks for myself. I want to commit myself to having a vacation or a staycation every three to four months next year, okay. that's my goal. <laughs> because generally I would take a vacation maybe once or twice a year. If I wasn't going anywhere, then I just continue to work. So I've decided that even if I'm not going anywhere, I need to take time off. I noticed that when I don't take time off, it affects my mood and it affects the way I work. And so definitely when I did take vacation, I come back and I feel renewed and my, my days are more smooth. And less exhausting so that's definitely one thing i'd like to do
1: secondly okay so where where are we going then where are we going i'm following you and where Where are are we going when they let us out okay well there's so
6: many places (laughs) i'd like to go and you know i've gone a lot to the caribbean i think i want to try europe and one of the places i've always wanted to go to was greece so Mm. ever since i saw the movie the sisterhood of traveling pants i've always wanted to go to greece Yes, a long nice. time ago.
5: <laughs> so, that's right. like, oh, that's um,
7: so um, How, long, how yeah. long ago was that, Dr. Martha? It's many, girl. many
6: years. <laughs> you should have mis- been started. on that trip. I know, it was <laughs> when I was in residency. So that was 10 years ago. I, a friend brought me a book for Greece and I still haven't gone yet. So that's that's where we are. We're going to make we'll it make happen. happen. Yes. Yep, we'll keep uh-huh. you accountable. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Secondly, one of the big things for me is sleeping. I need to make sure that I'm Mm. sleeping at least six Mm. hours Mm -hmm. a night because I get more like Mm. four hours Mm -hmm. max. I have poor sleeping Mm. habits. Mm. So I need to (laughs) be Yes. So, and I think it's because in the past being on call and, you know, getting woken up in the middle of the night has thrown things off. So I have to do things to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep. So that means, you know, not falling asleep on the couch when I know I'm tired, going to my room and going to bed, moving all of my, you know, phones and things like that away from me. So I'm not looking at social media at night before I go to bed. So that is definitely a big thing that I would like to do better with in
1: 2021. Sleep hygiene is so important. And I think you actually just gave great tips about making sure you sleep in your bed, you sleep without your phone. All of those things can make a great impact on your health. Yes,
6: definitely. So I hope that I can do better next year.
1: That's the goal. Great. Okay, what about Dr. Nana? What are some habits that you want to do? We want to hear about them.
4: So I want to delegate more. I want automation. I feel like I'm, (laughs) I feel like I always want to do everything myself because then I'm in control, but I need to let go. So in 2021, I want to learn how to delegate more and just go into automation. That way I just have a little bit more free time.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that a lot of doctors are kind of type A's and we Kind of want to do everything on our own. We want to do everything really? our way. Us
4: you know? really? Type A.
1: Are you sure? I actually think so. Yes, I'm a type A. Maybe I'm
7: just generalizing. Uh, complete
1: sarcasm over <laughs> no, here.
7: No, you are totally right. agree. <laughs> none, none of us is guilty of this. Not me. Not me at
1: all. Pretty <laughs> so much all, all of us. I'm not but yes. But I, I think it's a great idea that you're trying to make sure that other people do some of the work and not just you.
4: Yeah, yeah. All right, we have more to ten. Go ahead. <laughs> so,
1: Dr. Sarah, I want to ask you: Are there any new health activities or
3: goals that you're trying to do for 2021? Yes. First of all, I'm just going to come clean. <laughs> I have not been very good over the last past couple of years with my eating habits, and actually, I learned something about myself. You know, sometimes when you're you're ne- when you need help, you know, and doctors actually need help every now and then. So I went in and and saw a health coach and we talked about my eating habits and we learned that I was actually not eating enough. What's happened? I was skipping breakfast. I was skipping a meal here. And so then when I get hungry, I get very angry and I just go for anything. And my go-to, I'm sorry to say, was burger and fries. But since learning that, I've learned that the way that I can get around that is meal prep. If I prepare my meals Mm. ahead of time and they're easily accessible, I make healthier and happier choices. And so that is my health choice for this year, the coming year, and also uh, movement. So I've decided that every day I'm going to do some kind of aerobic activity, at least 10 minutes, which is attainable for me. What happens is, you know, I usually end up doing more. So those are my things for the year.
1: Sounds like exercise is the big takeaway so far from this conversation. A lot of us are not doing it enough, but we know that it is something that we need to do. So hopefully we can keep each other accountable. Maybe we need to have a Black Stars workout group or something because clearly yeah. we all are lacking in that department. <laughs> what about you, Dr. Denise? What What are some new health activities that you're hoping to maintain for the next year?
2: Well, um, you know, uh, Marsha spoke on this a little bit in regards to really prioritizing sleep. I think for everyone that knows me, I'm uh, very much a social butterfly and I keep myself very busy. So I think You know, just thinking about really making sure sleep is an actual part of my um, schedule. And we already talked a little bit about exercise, but I think shifting gears a little bit. I think, um, in terms of my health activities, I think about just mental health. I think um, just prioritizing prayer and meditation. I think it was so easy during the quarantine, especially for those of us who you know, really get a lot out of fellowship of church and, you know, those around us. And we had to really miss a lot of that in uh, 2020. And although, you know, luckily with technology, we've been able to get that electronically, I've still very much been missing a lot of that, especially being in a new city and, you know, just trying to explore different ways to kind of get my uh, my spiritual health and you know maintaining that. so I think um, new activities and goals I think it's just um, really making sure that I continue to prioritize that in any form to make sure that I don't just just because I'm not physically going into church or something else that I'm still making time for that and um, you know time for myself to really speak to God. so I think that's something that was just really challenging to do but something I plan on you know maintaining in the next year. That's a
1: really, really important one. Mental health. People fail to recognize that your mental health is literally a part of your entire health. So we shouldn't just focus on physical, but we've got to also focus on mental and physical. That's a great point that Mm. you brought up. And what about you, Dr. Marsha? So
6: yeah, I want to, well, kind of piggybacking on uh, what Sarah said, uh, two things that I wanted to commit to next year, which is Generally, I do exercise, but it's more like three times a week. And the things that I like to do is running, yoga, light lifting, which I do in my house. So, you know, quarantine has not stopped me from exercising. I usually work out at home or run in the neighborhood. But in 2021, I want to be more consistent. You know, before I was exercising about three times a week, I like to, you know, increase that to maybe four to five times a week. And at least three of those days being cardio. Like I said, I like to run, but I want to mix it up. Maybe consider bike riding. I used to take a ballet class a couple of years ago. So if the world or when the world opens up again, maybe resume that class. I used to take that with a friend. The second thing that I'd like to do is be more consistent with healthy eating and try new recipes um, and cook more at home because definitely eating more, not out, but not
1: eating consistently at home and healthier diet nice i think we definitely have dr abna and dr nana who can share their healthy eating because they had a great ig live few weeks ago on the black star docs where they showed healthy eating and they had great recipes that we all enjoyed so hopefully we can get more of that from them (laughs) yes Yes. anytime now i've got a question for you dr tony if she's in the house i'm here awesome how will you work smarter next year
8: No, this is one that's been on my mind, just like how everybody touched upon this. This year has been stressful. It's opened up my my eyes to the fact that I need to make some changes. And on top of that, you know, professionally, I went through a lot of changes. Personally, I got divorced and became a single mom. And so it brought into focus for me how much I need to work smarter and manage my time. And one Mm. thing I realized that um, other people touched on this already but I'm more productive when I rest and take breaks and I get enough sleep. And I'm purely nocturnal in my job. I work nights nice only. So it's been very difficult for me to try to figure out how to take breaks and sleep. And so the ones that I'm doing for myself right now and working smart, um, it's setting boundaries and guidelines for myself and with my family members, especially the kids on, uh, you know, when I'm getting sleep to make sure I'm focused on my sleep and I get my six hours in, And so I can be um, productive. But in in addition to that, everybody wants to make sure that you're working smart, but you have to take care of your body. So I'm exercising more and I'm starting to eat better. But, you know, this is all physical, but you can't really do a lot of the physical stuff as you get older. And so now the bigger part for me is trying to figure out what my next steps in life professionally and financially is going to be. And I know finance is is probably something we're going to touch on, especially for um, working moms. And part of the way that I'm going to be working Smarter is I've decided to start investing and um, educating myself on what to do with the money that I earn. So I'm hoping that uh, this coming year, in addition to clocking and working hard, I figure out how to make my own money work for me better long-term.
1: That's That's excellent. That's excellent. I think a lot of women, unfortunately, don't have great financial literacy. It's something that, you know, over the centuries, we were kind of taught that the man, quote unquote, was supposed to be the one who takes care of the finances. But that's definitely not true. I think that actually having your money work for you rather than you always working for your money is is a big step. And I applaud you for that, Dr. Tony.
8: Which is true, and what I find out is that a lot of, especially, and I'm probably a little bold in saying this, but a lot of African females that work, we're not raised or trained to think of what we do with our retirement, our finances in the long run. And so it's probably something that we need to focus on, and I'm hoping to focus on that myself.
1: Awesome. I actually think we probably need to do a whole podcast on uh, financial literacy. Let's not just talk about it, but let's do it. What about you, Dr. Sapoma? I have heard from you. How you work smarter in 2021? Well, yeah, it was because I was thinking about it during the whole time. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it's for real,
7: it's it's an issue. It's the real like real issue to think about. I think for me, it's because we're we're doing more stuff at home when we're doing you know seeing patients telemedicine even sometimes in the clinic where, you know, seeing the, like talking first on the phone before we even see the patients, I somehow have found a a little bit more free time. And I tend to do, you know, what a lot of people do go on social media, might turn on Netflix and might spend too much time on those things. So I'm Mm -hmm. actually doing something like literally on my phone, I'm using a timer and I am timing myself when I have idle time. So Uh, A friend of mine uh, taught me this. Literally, you just go on your regular app. Because at first I was like, well, I need to find an app to do this. And and then it took me an hour to find an app. And I was like, I don't need to find an app. All (laughs) I have to do is go on the regular timer function on the phone and just put how many minutes you want to spend on whatever. So... I think I wanted 25 minutes that I wanted to spend stretching. I did it. And then I got a call and all this stuff. And it was non-urgent. And I said, I'm going to wait until 25 minutes is over. And the timer came off, and it was done. So I went to doing this one time in a day. And then I went to two to three. And I was doing all types of stuff. But I could not believe that I had made time for myself answering emails faster So just really doing stuff like that and using my own resources and not always like seeking out, like I have to find the perfect app for everything because sometimes Mm kind of just have it right there and just, you know, keeping myself accountable, you know? So for me, that was like a big mind blowing thing. (laughs) So just time management, using that, and then also using a handwritten day timer. I'm starting to do, use my appointment books and really listing things out putting my stickers in there. And I mean, I just, you know, couldn't believe that I was able to do that. So just really trying to get more organized and getting more stuff done, you know? So hopefully I can hang out nice. with more y'all and then end
1: the new year. <laughs> so basically making time work for you at this point. Yes, Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. And what about uh, you, Dr. Abna? How are you working smarter? Ah, uh, yes. So
0: uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit ago. I'm definitely going to outsource more. So being type A and let's, you know, just admit (laughs) to wanting some level of control over execution might also be a Virgo thing because there's like, a right way to do things and like everyone else's way of doing things, basically. But you have to really <laughs> kind of let go of that. And I think the challenge for me is I can actually do a lot of things. You know, I feel like my skill set is pretty wide. That doesn't mean that I need to do everything. And it's actually extremely inefficient for me to do a lot of things. So I really want to focus my energies on the things that I must do to move ideas and projects forward. And outsource everything else. I, I certainly will be getting a virtual assistant, and uh, I okay. think that will help. Yes, there's levels. Okay, we're going there. We're going. <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: Let <laughs> her yeah, call I me when it. she's done <laughs> with you.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I I think sometimes you do need some external accountability as well, and and I think that's one of the checks. So beyond just an execution factor of, of helping you get stuff done, um, I think they also help you to organize and kind of keep externally accountable to your timelines and things like that. So I look forward to doing that and, you know, hopefully progressing the things that I, <clears throat> some of the things that I wanted to do this year, but frankly didn't hold myself accountable to actually getting them
1: done. So, so the fashion line is coming then?
0: Basically. Yes. That's, I said all that to say,
1: yes, expect, <laughs> okay, expect a We to talked about this. <laughs> We All talked right. about this in Ghana in 2019, oh, Charlie. and
8: you see, oh, we were like, "It's coming, is my life. it's coming." <laughs> 2020, is by
0: year. You purse. see, what happened to that purse? I'm yeah.
5: on the purse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tony, you see,
0: about. That's how you do, Mia. Eh? I know. I have, to, I have to get my entire life together. Yes, Man. I am on the purses, Tony. Since you called me out, and I will complete them before the end of 2020. <laughs> I'm committing yeah! to that.
8: Come yes, that God bless. that for
5: yeah. you, you,
0: you know, the sad thing is that those purses are all cut out and ready to be assembled and they just haven't been for some months now. But no, thank you for the call out. I actually appreciate that reality check <laughs> because I sure did say that. But you know what? i ain't finna to sit up here and sew a bunch of skirts like it's not going to happen. So these things need to be outsourced. And I would like to at least scale moderately, you know, so that I can serve more people. So thank you for the reminder.
1: Outsourcing. Outsourcing is our third powerful word, it seems, from this episode. Outsourcing, resilience, and exercise. That's what we're taking from this. And
0: can I say something about outsourcing? There's levels to it. Like I mentioned the virtual assistant. Some people have met, sort of uh, discussed having home managers, right? So these are people who actually bring that VA type thing in, in a personified way into your house. That's to me is a bit extreme. Right. But I think every day there are small things that all of us can outsource to someone else, whether it is someone to clean your home for a small amount of money and free up time for you or to help you with meal prep or to provide mm-hmm. childcare, mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. small little things, laundry can even take your things that's to a laundromat. True. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be someone even coming to your home, but there mm-hmm. are so many different ways to outsource that are even budget friendly, that give you mm-hmm. more time to spend with your family and in your passions. So I don't want people to think that it's not something that's attainable and it's something that only us, you know, 10 doctors in this group can really have access to. It really isn't the case. All of us, have the ability to work more efficiently and then have more time for the things that are really important to us. Because a lot of this stuff is not, it's not important. And to be honest, all of us here have Ghanaian in background. Y'all know how much help we would have mm-hmm. we're in Ghana? Like why are we yeah. playing ourselves
4: here? that's a whole conversation we're going to that's a whole conversation. like i said uh, delegation automation. Okay. Okay. okay that is the key we, and right. we're moving
6: forward and, if, we're moving and forward.
5: if i can just if i can just chip in a little bit about the outsourcing, it doesn't even have to be external if you have children these children have to learn how <laughs> that's to do it you're those going to children. have teachers yes. Oh and that's, that's what I did, you know. I've been delegating things to these. I said, you're old enough. The little uh-huh. one is five years old. I said, you can pick up your toys when you're done. Yes. We sing a song, clean up, clean up, and then you <laughs> clean your part. The other Absolutely. one, will unload the dishes. And it has helped a lot Ooh. during this pandemic. Yes. So, you know, it Absolutely. can even be internal. You know, you're not outsourcing outside, externally, but you can even make use. And you're also teaching the children how to balance things too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, no, that's that's exactly. a great
0: point. And for, for those of us who are in relationships, again, that type A, feeling like you need to do everything. When you have a partner who is in your home and is possibly even very willing to do the things that, you know, if you would only relinquish control over, you know, tap into that too. There's so many different Ooh, that levels. Is,
8: that's going to be a whole podcast. Okay. Yes, that's we can talk about that. And how to get your <laughs> significant other to help you and how to let go so they can actually help you. Yes. Yes. It's both, right? And it's both.
4: It is both. And, you know, just to piggyback on um, what was stated with the kids and with it all, we're all conditioned, right? We're all now becoming like our parents or, you know, and so forth. Don't you feel like you're becoming like your mom or your dad a little bit? So with my kids, my son, he's 11. He makes his own lunches. He makes his own breakfast. I'm like, you need to survive. And you know what? And that's like a lifelong lesson, you know. And even my daughter, who's eight, I'm like, figure it out. You know, I I can't I can't be there all the time. I'll give you all the tools, but you need to create. And I think that's you, really can important. Can you imagine our parents hearing us say this? they would be laughing. <people laughs> They'll <a> freak out. <laughs> there.
8: Yeah. Oh, lady, you are lazy. <laughs> <lady>. You are lazy. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just to like what
3: her. They said. She's going to freak out. <laughs> that's why they're not on this podcast
1: right but that's awesome I think that uh you're talking about automation and delegation is extremely important especially during this time when you cannot do it all you're just one human being absolutely one human being all right so let's get to our last question and this is a big one and this has to do with the hot topic of 2020 which of course was COVID-19 the coronavirus so I want to hear from you lovely ladies what advice would you give our listeners who may be, you know, very anxious, worried that at the end of the day, Auntie Coro is coming with us to 2021. We initially thought she was just going to be there in 2020, but she said, no, I'm on your back and I'm coming in with you. So what good advice would you give? You know, it can be from a personal perspective. It can be from physician perspective. And what would you Tell these listeners who are just so worried, and and they have a right to be. I mean, I even I'm I'm worried the fact that we're just not unfortunately getting a handle on this worldwide. Uh, I'll start with uh, Dr. Tony. You know, that's a big question, and this is actually one of the more common questions that I get at work all the
8: time, and I get family members, you know, calling me or texting me about this, like, what are we supposed to do? What are we going to do? And uh, over the last few weeks, I've kind of distilled it down like four or five things that I tell them, I said, if nothing at all, just, you know, try to keep this in focus and remember this as we go into 2020. And and the first one I'll touch on is mental health. We've all been stressed out with the lockdown, with staying home, with the job changes, the shift in incomes and, you know, responsibilities at work, all of that. We've all been so burdened by this coronavirus. You know, we, we feel like there's no outlet. So the first thing I always tell people going into 2020 is, mental health, reach out, get some help somehow, family members, church members, just free help on the internet, reading stuff, buy a self-help book, something that gives you an alternative to how to deal with the stress. Because when your mind is riddled with stress from COVID, it's hard to be productive. And especially women, we turn to internalize and internalize to the point where we're, uh, you're fatigued and we can't do much. So the first night old people on my list is make sure you reach out and take care of your mental health. And you know, Pat and, and Black Star Doc, we're a champion for mental health. It's probably going to be one yes. of the things that we talk about the most here. So that's the first thing I always tell people. And the second thing I tell people is listen to expert advice.
3: Forget mm, all
8: that noise out there. Listen to the expert advice. We, we're going to be talking about COVID the rest of the year on uh, our podcast and Black Star Doc, Listen to us. We're, the w, um, WHO, CDC, Everybody is listening to other things that should not come into play when it comes to medicine, research, and health. Listen to the right people, listen to reputable sources. That's, you know, that's a big one. Listen to the CDC, listen to your doctor. The doctor is always there as your fail safe to catch you if you have any questions. The third thing I, I tell people, and this has been to my family members who've been freaking out. Take the vaccine when it comes around to you and you get it. Mm. Take the vaccine.
1: That's how we're
8: going to beat this. In addition to everything that we're doing, the vaccine is going to help us overcome COVID in 2021. And if we want to do better in 2021, then we have to take the vaccine. The science behind the vaccine is good. The medicine behind the vaccine is good. And I tell people, think about it. 40 years ago, I'm 40. In the 1980s, when our parents were giving us the measles and the diphtheria and the tetanus, vaccines they did it responsibly trying to protect us from illnesses that could have killed us or affected our health um you know we're healthy today because of the decision the bold decisions our parents took to vaccinate right has to do the same thing going forward and then the fourth thing i would tell people is stay off those non-reputable websites just try to get your information from good sources like i can't stress that because that's what leaves people panicking when they go read things or pass around WhatsApp, you know, videos. And, you know, that's where the misinformation and the fear and the stress comes from. So if we could dial that down, that would also help. And um and then, and then the last thing I tell people is the basics don't change. We're still going to be wearing our masks, good hand that's hygiene, right. make sure you're washing your hands, social distance. And, you know, I, I like a, a better word I like is personal distance. When we started with the concept of social distancing, it, it became more like a like a social media thing. Oh, that means don't go to parties, stay away from groups. But a better word is probably personal distance and knowing you know keeping that six at least six feet between you and another person when you're talking or engaging with them. Wearing that mask, know that you're responsible for your personal surroundings to prevent you from transmitting or catching coronavirus. So the basics won't change. If we can keep these things in mind, we still do the things that we're supposed to do. Washing our hands, wearing our masks, keeping our personal distances, and not, you know, when you're sick, isolating at home, I think it would be a good way for us to reach into 2021, feeling that we're doing something productive and trying to come back on the stress and so we can it's easier to deal with
1: coronavirus in 2021. Those are excellent, excellent tips, Dr. Tony. Dr. Sapoma, what are your thoughts? What advice would you give to people about COVID as we enter into 2021? Yeah. Yes, I think okay. First and foremost, like I,
7: I like the practical stuff. I mean, we can really only go up from here. <laughs> you know, it's been pretty bad. Okay, right. so I think really kind of I, I'm the optimist. I'm always looking at the positive sign. And so let's look. Let's think about this. December 2019. We didn't know. Really, we didn't really understand. We didn't really. I mean, this the virus really wasn't even out or had not affected us in the way that it's affecting us now. Even, and even if you look at January 2020, we had way less, I mean, keep going up the months and the months and months until now. So we have way more information understanding what this COVID virus is doing. We now even have a vaccine. So it really behooves us to just kind of move forward Moving forward, when it's time, when it's your turn to get the vaccine, get the vaccine, continue to do the precautions, continue to put your health first, or, or if this is your first time, now we know that we don't need COVID-19 to tell us that we need to be helping. But if this is what it is, then let's do it. Let's put our health first. Let's try to do little things. I believe that you don't just like start like running a marathon or, I mean, if you can do it, run, do the marathon. But if you want to start simple and you say, you know what, I'm going to walk 10 minutes a day. I'm going to go to 20 minutes, Mm. maybe next week. And I'm going to keep going up. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to decrease the sugary drinks that I drink. I'm not even saying stop. I'm going to decrease the amount of salt that I put. And you slowly work your way up. Because I think a lot of us, we get into these big, dogmatic ideas and think, oh, because I don't want to be vegan or, oh, because I don't run a marathon or, oh, because of X, Y, and Z, I can't be healthy. And that's not true. We really, yeah. really, really have to start and look at the basics. We know more now. We have a vaccine. We know more, more about the virus. So we need to learn to use our masks. We need, We now know that we, that we have to get healthier and et cetera, et cetera. So I think we really should look at that approach. And I think that also listening to our podcast, because we're always going to be giving out health tips and things that you could do to make it easier for you to follow all of these um, health advice that we're giving. But I really do think it's through this and just really taking it simple that we can really succeed in 2021.
1: Great. Uh, Let's hear from Dr. Bernice. Can you give us your last thoughts about what to say to people about COVID?
5: So I think I'm also piggybacking on both of my wonderful sisters, what they just said. COVID will come and go. Yes, it's going to go with us into 2021. But we know more about the virus than we did back in January or February. That means that with medicine... And, you know, with things, um, the developments that we're seeing in research and COVID, we're going to learn so much more. And so we're not going to see too many deaths as we were seeing before in the beginning with Knock COVID. on wood. Right? Yes. I'm knocking on wood whilst I'm saying it, but I have <laughs> faith. Yes. I have faith and I believe that if we continue to practice, like um, Dr. Tony said, personal distance, and if we continue Mm -hmm. to wash our hands, if we continue to wear our mask and do what the experts are telling us, we should be okay. I think we should be positive. Don't be anxious, right? Knowing that, Mm -hmm. okay, the vaccine, we're having more and more vaccines coming out where I just got my vaccine, yay, and I'm excited about it. And knowing that the more people get vaccinated, We're going to get closer to getting the herd immunity so that Mm -hmm. a lot of us will escape this virus. But I'm I'm, I'm really positive. You know, I have a positive outlook in the year 2021. And I know that we will all be better off. Don't be worried about anything. If you believe, if you're a believer, I say keep praying, keep hoping, keep showing love and um, trust in God, but also... Trust in what your doctors are telling you and you should be okay. I think that's a great way to wrap up. Trust in what the
1: doctors, the professionals are saying and let's continue to have Hope and faith mm-hmm. that things are going to get better. I think that's a great way to end the episode. I hope that you guys walk away with some new, fresh ideas as to how to improve on yourself in the new year. That includes exercise, having personal time, setting boundaries, automation, and having other people help you and uh, having a positive outlook. We look forward into 2021. We've got tons of topics that we plan on discussing so make sure that you like this podcast make sure that you share it it's available on spotify on anchor on itunes and tons of other platforms we'd love to hear from you guys if you have anything that you want us to discuss please comment and send us a message on Blackstar Docs, on uh, Instagram as well as Facebook. So until we meet again, have a fun and safe beginning of the year. Bye.
5: Bye-bye. Okay, bye.
1: Bye. Bye. bye.